Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. Riker, we've been gone for a little while, but a lot has happened over the past couple weeks, and we're just hoping everyone's staying safe, staying inside, and listening to the, the medical professionals and all that. It's been a crazy time, the NBA's cancelled, but we're going to be back on track making some content, and Riker, excited to be back on the podcast. The NBA has been on hiatus, Ben, and the Raptors Digest was following suit. But listen, Ben, I'm sure that you agree. I'm sure that everybody listening now agrees. It's getting boring now. I feel Mm -hmm. like a bird in a cage, and we just need some NBA basketball content, Ben. Whether or not we're going to get the games, it's, it's looking... I don't know. I don't know what we're what the timeline is for the return. I, I, it's definitely indefinite right now, Ben. Um, but we do we have lots of interesting content to talk about. So let's kick it off, Ben. Yeah, for sure. And in this video, we're going to talk about if this break will be beneficial for the Raptors. Looking at the the things for the league, and we're talking about this season. So this is under the assumption the playoffs are going to come back at some point, maybe a five game regular season, something short. But the, it, it's came. When In terms of the season, because the Raptors were on sort of a hot streak. The Raptors were on a four-game win streak. They just beat the Utah Jazz in a big, tight, fiery game. The Jazz were, they've been struggling a little bit. But the, the Raptors were on a roll on a West Coast road trip. And the then this break came and nothing's really been happening. But things, things were looking up for the Raptors, even with the injuries. But that's the sort of deal. Because the Raptors on a momentum streak, looking to, to pick up their pace, close the gap against the Bucks. The, it, it was looking good for the Raptors going down the stretch, but maybe this break will give us a chance to get healthy, and that's sort of the catch-22 when it, looking at this going, you know, inching close to the playoffs that that potentially happens. Well, the catch-22 is that you're also giving every other team the opportunity to get healthy, and man, there's been a lot of injuries, Ben, mm-hmm. especially you talk about closing the gap with the Bucks. Right, and this is going to be an, a, a complete other video altogether. But the Raptors have been playing short manned all season long, and other teams, such as the Bucks, when they lose their number one guy, they start losing games really quick. The Raptors mm-hmm. somehow have been able to put things together, right? And then, like you said, we got that momentum on that that four game win streak going. A bit of a challenging, I would say, end of the season, right? We have games against Philadelphia, Boston, Denver again, Los Angeles, two against Milwaukee, um, the Rockets. But I think going into this final stretch, the Raptors were playing confident and they were starting to get back their manpower. So this break, while it does allow them to get guys like Marcus Gasol who've been sitting what seems like for most of the season, Fred Van Vliet who's been on and off, Norman Powell who unfortunately got taken out by OG Ananobi, right? You're also allowing other teams like the Bucks to recover, the Brooklyn Nets who could be lethal to recover. Um, it just, I, I, I think that health, it's an interesting concern, but it, it, it almost... It's almost always level for the most part in the NBA. You know, when Mm -hmm. the Raptors have an injury, some other team also has an injury. When the Raptors are healthy, it seems like most of the other teams are healthy. Ben, would you agree with that? I'd say that for the most part, especially when you take a larger sample size, like you look at teams over the course of five years. Obviously, I think if you don't include Klay Thompson for the Warriors, the Raptors were leading the NBA in terms of uh, losses due to injuries this year, shortly behind the Boston Celtics. But yeah, a lot of teams are dealing with injuries, and the Bucks did have a couple down the stretch of this year. But So this break might be beneficial for a lot of teams, having players come back. But I think it especially helps the Raptors this year. As you said, such essential pieces to the rotation were out. Gasol, Norm, Fred. But you brought up an interesting point as well, because if the season comes back, 
I, I think it's highly unlikely that we play out the rest of the year. I don't think the regular schedule is going to be played. So we had a lot of tough opponents coming up. We had, as you mentioned, the Celtics. We had the Bucks twice. The tough, tough matchup. So maybe the record, even though we were on sort of a roll going down the stretch of the year, maybe the record wouldn't have been as nice to see, but they would have also been some solid tests to see if this roster could be really playoff ready. And Nurse loves to try things out in the regular season against good teams to see if they work in the playoffs. So maybe the record, the winning percentage might be better now since we didn't have to face those teams. But come playoff time, you sort of want that experience, especially with a team that is so different from last year. Last year, we sort of relied on Kawhi to be say, "Hey, Kawhi, we're we're playing the Sixers, we're playing the Bucks. Go on a go on a stretch where we need twelve <laughs> points, right?" And this yep. season, we're yeah. sort of no, that was the game plan. Yeah, that was that was the game plan. We had a, a collective attack most of the games, and then when the offense was stagnated, Kawhi was there to bail us out. And we've seen Siakam do that for stretches this year. We've seen Kyle most be the most consistent guy in doing that, especially down the stretch of games. Norman Powell, when he's healthy, he's shown an ability to just completely explode on good teams. But it would have been nice to see the Raptors be able to do that, and hopefully we get some regular season action before the playoffs potentially start. But yeah. it, I, I think well, they'll, those they'll games would have been better for sure, Ben. They'll they'll give that little bit of time. They're not going to jump straight into the playoffs if the season resumes, right? And there's mm-hmm. a big asterisk there on the if. But yep. there's no way we'll jump straight back into playoff mode from having such an absence from actual on-court time, especially given I doubt teams are even able to practice together right now. In fact, yep. I know that they're not able to right now. I don't know how quick they'll get back together. But, Ben, I'd love to say, right, that during playoff basketball, because, you know, I love the NBA. They're playing old games, and I just got the opportunity to watch that Game 7, right, that that Game 7 mm-hmm. Raptors against the uh, the 76ers. And you're absolutely right. It was literally pass the Kawhi, let him do his work, especially down the stretch. You see the um, when you do four four men along the baseline, you have one guy up top, and then you send one screener up. It's a classic play. I don't know what the name of it is, but you know you don't even have Pascal Siakam in that situation looking for the ball, caring. He's just standing there, very complacent, right? Watching the team this season, they are a complete basketball team for the most part, right? The Raptors, they're passing the ball. Everybody's involved, especially when you have Norman Pallet on the court. It seems like the ball is moving uh, from point to point. But, unfortunately, during the playoffs, it slows down. So you're almost right, Ben. Who are we going to rely on at that point? Are we able to continue team basketball during the playoffs, or is it then going to switch to Lowry has to be the guy to step up or Siakam has to be the guy to step up, who hasn't really been consistent Mm -hmm. in late-game situations? I'm not certain, but I would say, I would argue that the Raptors all around as a team are better this season than they were last season. And and that might be a hot take, but I, I will stand by that. I can defend it. Yeah, I think as an all all around attack, I'm in full agreement with you. That was the point I was about to bring up. But yeah, it, it would have been nice to have these games down the stretch to see to let Nick Nurse really try out Siakam and Lowry down the stretch plays and Norman Powell if he came back healthy. So that's an unfortunate thing about this break. And you you brought it up. They they can't just go straight into the playoffs. So maybe some of these games will get played before the the playoff starts. I know. Uh, I'm not sure what podcast I was listening to, but they said that it was, it was going to be mandatory for, for some games to happen. You can't just throw them back straight into to playoff action. But it, it's going to be interesting. I've heard different things about the potential return of the NBA, and they're saying if everyone gets cleared, they can determine that all the players are are tested clear of, of obviously, the thing keeping the NBA out. 
are out of action right now if they can test for all that stuff and it might be all in a central location in one certain place sort of like if people watch the wwe right now how they're performing and doing all their sort of stuff without fans Mm, it's it's going to be it's going to be a weird sort of site weird thing it might be all games be played in one location in an isolated spot so it'll be tough to get a lot of regular season games in with that sort of format but i i think for the playoffs it's certainly something that could potentially be done yeah well for the play i mean where there's a will there's a way you got to think mm-hmm. of the money pumping through yeah. this league the, right? the league and wants the, us the, they want the, the games to be resumed for the tv contracts and stuff well the you know the players are bored yeah. right their contracts are going to get paid regardless, right? Mm-hmm. Even most staffs, their contracts are still getting paid. I'm reading reports that some aren't, but then they're they're flipping back around or realizing that they can't cut staff salaries or that it's kind of immoral to do that. But the NBA as a whole, right, they've already taken a massive hit this year from the incident in China over the summer. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, ratings being a little bit down, frankly, because of Curry's injury and Steph, uh, Clay Thompson also well. being out. Yeah, so this is just absolutely devastating. And, of course, all businesses, right? Everybody is feeling the impact right now. But it, it would definitely be it would definitely be weird. It would be hard from a central location to host regular season games. But where there's a will, there's a way, Ben. They could make playoffs happen. I am certain of that. Yeah, and Adam Silver almost said he feels sort of an obligation since everyone's back home to get some content out because so many people follow the NBA. So I'm sure they're going to do their best, assuming it's it's possible. Well, there's a way. It, it should happen. But it's it's interesting to see what's going to happen if this is more of a benefit for the Raptors or not. If you had to go one side with it, Riker, do you think the Raptors returning healthy sort of offsets that, uh, that sort of break in you know everyone else getting healthy and all that experience or, or do you think this break is more more of a hindrance for the raptors because everyone else gets this break as well we're all, all on level playing fields and the raptors don't get that needed experience for pascal siakam and maybe even lowry since he hasn't been the the closer for this team in a few years well again you know we're under the implicit assumption that that the season will resume mm-hmm. right that it's not going to affect any free agency anything like that, that our current team will will be able to resume, right? So that the only sort of impact of this break is that you're allowing every team equal opportunity to get their guys recovered, to get them healthy again. So any sort of, you know, whatever you're losing in terms of practice time, every team is losing equally. I would say in that regard, it's almost, it's worse for the Raptors right now because of how well they've managed injuries all season long. And quite frankly, they've remained at the top. I mean, Ben, third best team, third best record in the entire NBA. And you're you're competing against teams like the Celtics or the Clippers and 76ers who everyone had pegged well above the Raptors, well beyond the Raptors in terms of uh, forecasts at the beginning of the season. And they continue to defy expectations just because of how gritty they have to play, how much they have to adjust, and how committed the whole team is to that. So I think when you have a full house, healthy roster, you know, how are, how are your – limited minutes guys going to play, right? How are the Rondé Hollis Jeffersons or the Terrence Davinses who we actually rely on for, you know, pivotal points of the game, how are they going to react when really their minutes are cut down significantly because we have all of our starters back and playing? I, I, I would have rather see the, the, the remainder of the season play out just because it's been really favorable so far. But I don't know. It's not bad to have guys back and healthy. I just I liked where where the team was going, what the what the projection was. Yeah, no, that, that's definitely fair. 
to to argue. I I am in agreement with all those points and. Looking at other teams in the Eastern Conference specifically, the Bucks were dealing with some injuries, the Celtics, the Sixers, they all had top guys out, so having them get back healthy sort of negates the, the benefits the Raptors are bringing back with Gasol, Fred, but I think this is, I don't know how sustainable all that stuff was, as you brought up with the Toronto Raptors was, because... We'd see a lot of players go down, two or three guys, then because we saw at the beginning of the year, Lowry and Ibaka were down, then the load got pushed to Siakam, Fred, Norm, then obviously with them having added responsibility, they went down, and then other players would step up and they go down with injury. It felt like our whole roster was just playing on fumes because they were coming in and out of the lineup, and then they'd have to go all out for, for a few games playing with, as you said, regular rotation pieces with deep bench guys and the deep bench guys definitely did step up but I don't know how sustainable that would have been going into the postseason and having everyone be able to come back so I think even though everyone was dealing with injuries the Raptors had a very awkward scenario because it wasn't just one or two guys it was the whole roster it felt like was in and out of the lineup getting everyone back on pace on healthy and the, the Raptors, even with the experience factor in terms of closing, we do have that chemistry, we have that sort of, that championship pedigree to, to know how to win games, even if we don't have that consistent closer like we did last year. I think we still, as you mentioned, we're a better all-around team this year with the improvements of Siakam, Norm, and Fred. I think we can sort of do that closing by committee, so that sort of off- offsets the maybe needed experience for Siakam to go against a Lakers, a Celtics, a Sixers down the stretch, and we've had enough games with that going on. I- I'm thinking that this was more, this break, assuming the-, the league comes back, will be more of a benefit for the Toronto Raptors as of, you know when comparing it to other teams, because obviously no one wants this sort of break to happen, and everyone's going to be a bit rusty and all that, but in terms, in comparison to other teams, I think it's more beneficial for the Raptors. Yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair to make. And, But I, I do agree on your point, though, on that championship mentality because even with the team that we had, right, limited bodies at a lot of points, we closed a lot of games yep. down the stretch. You know, our four-game stretch, the, the most recent four-game stretch that the Raptors came out of, Utah was close even though the score doesn't really show it. Sacramento was close. Mm-hmm. Even Phoenix was close. If we look a few games back, we had one-point victories against the Brooklyn Nets and the Indiana Pacers. Yep. Right? There was a lot of games in the over the past stretch that have been, you know, we're looking to see Akin to close out or we're looking to Lowry to close out, and they get the job done. So, yep. um, you know, I, I but I agree. I agree that your overall point, going into the playoffs, you want your best possible unit because realistically you're facing off against eight-man rotations, and I, mm-hmm. I'm a classic eight-man rotation guy. But when you're facing against the Bucks' best eight-man rotation, you don't necessarily want Chris Boucher playing 20 minutes per yeah. game or Terrence Davis playing 20 minutes per game. They're complementary pieces. They're fighting for that eighth spot rot- potentially, right? So going into the playoffs, it's definitely a benefit to have Marcus All in the rotation, to have Vet- Fred VanVleet, of course, in the ri- in the rotation, to potentially have Norman Powell playing. So, yeah, I, I'd agree with that final summation, Ben. It is a benefit, assuming that the playoffs are still going to be played for this remaining season that the Raptors do get the break to get healthy. Well, let's hope so, Riker, because I'm missing basketball. And this is such a year that this could be a year that the Raptors really shock the league. I think there's definitely a, a chance. I've been saying it since the start of the year. A lot of people have ju- sort of jumped on our bandwagon because we've been saying the Raptors could come out of the East this whole year. I, I predicted it and... This, the potential, how people have stepped up, 
It's really looking possible this year, and if we could validate last year's season, even though it doesn't need validation, we won the championship, but if we can sort of back that up with another finals appearance and potentially another championship without Kawhi Leonard, that would just be, that would be remarkable for the Toronto Raptors. That would be such a storyline, and it, it would suck to get that opportunity stripped away from a break, a break in the season, an unforeseen circumstance like that, like has happened this year. So it, I really want the playoffs to come back regardless of what, what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Ben, you hit the nail on the head and this is another video altogether. What will happen if the playoffs or if the season doesn't resume free agency, right? Bucks, mm-hmm. we got so many talking points. So this video is really all about what will, what will the season look like if we do get to restart mm-hmm. come summertime? But Ben, we have a lot more conversations to break down. So this is this is just the tip of the iceberg, so to say. For sure. Raptor Side just is back, so stay tuned to the channel, subscribe, tell your friends about it, because I know everyone's looking for some sort of content. You know, Riker Riker and I we're we're back we're back on the grind. I'm back home in Newfoundland, self isolating for the next couple of weeks. So it's uh it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be a, a wild wild couple months, Riker. <laughs> oh, that's to say the least, man. Weird times, weird times. <laughs> Anyways, you're the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Get everything back on the go. Definitely stay inside, stay healthy, wash your hands, and everyone, just stay safe. That's the that's the big takeaway. Any last words, Riker? Stay safe, Ben. You said it. You said it before I could say it. Mm-hmm. Cheers.